0: We're, uh, we, we, we are in this series, aren't we, in Luke chapter uh, 7 and 8 over these first couple of months of, of the year. Uh, we're just dipping out of that because it's a family service and we're just moving a little bit further on in Luke's gospel to Luke chapter 15. And we've picked this uh, passage, one, because it's a, a beautiful parable uh, and two, because I think it really helps us uh, understand, uh, it gives us a great picture of Jesus the savior, which is what we've been thinking about in chapters seven and eight. Uh, And really, uh, as we think about Jesus' great saving work, this picture of the shepherd looking for the sheep is a great summary uh, of what's going on. And so we're just gonna read uh, the first seven verses of Luke chapter 15. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. And so he told them this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Just a brief prayer as we come to consider God's word. Dear Lord, we come to you this morning as those who are hungry. We thank you that we do not live by bread alone, but we live by every word that comes from your mouth. We pray, Father, that you would feed us, we pray that our hearts will be soft and our ears will be opened. Help us to receive from you this morning, each one of us we pray. Amen. Amen. This is, uh, isn't it perhaps one of the, the best known of Jesus' parables? Probably actually one of the best known stories ever told, I think. The story of the, the lost sheep. I'd be surprised if coming along this morning, if there's anyone Who's not heard this story before? And let's let's show hands. Uh, put your hand up if you've not heard this this lost sheep story before. Oh, Naomi, you are in for a treat. I would, you know, I would love to come to these stories and uh, hear them for the very first time. Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be great? Uh, but once you've heard them, you can't unhear them, <laughs> can you? But I would love to hear this story again for the for the first time. And we often call it don't we ask probably if you've got a a title at the top of chapter six fifteen that the kind of editors have put in there it'll say the story of the lost sheep as I've looked at this story this week uh I think it's probably less the story of the lost sheep and more the story of the seeking shepherd I think the the camera angle the camera lens is is on the shepherd in this story and just Trying to keep things simple, uh, just three phrases really that that capture the different scenes of this story. So here's the first phrase. Kirsty's uh, going to uh, gonna put that there on the screen. Uh, the set. The shepherd seeks. The shepherd seeks. That's that's the first thing that we is going on uh, in this story. Says so a shepherd, he's got a, a hundred sheep. He's got all of his sheep. He thinks he's got all of his sheep there in the sheepfold. And he comes to count them and he's counting along in one, two, three, four, five, six. We'll stop there. We'll take a gap. 91, 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. And there's a sheep missing. What does the shepherd do? What does a shepherd do? There's some shepherds here this morning. Uh, There would have probably been some shepherds listening to Jesus as he first told this parable. What does a shepherd do when he's got 99 sheep and he's got one missing? That's kind of the question Jesus asks, isn't it? If you look at verse 4, he says, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he had lost one of them, does not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that's lost until he finds it? It's a question. And Jesus presumes that that's what a shepherd would do. He presumes that any shepherd worth his salt is going to go after the lost sheep. I'm not a shepherd, but I try and put myself in the the shoes of the shepherd and I think, is that the case? Perhaps the shepherd will go after the sheep. You've got one missing, yeah, he goes looking. How long does he look for? Does he spend the morning? Does he look all afternoon? Does he call it a day when it goes dark and right off the loss? How long does the shepherd look for? Well, this shepherd in the story keeps on looking and keeps on looking and keeps on looking and keeps on looking until he finds the lost sheep. And I think that's really unusual. I'm going to have a chat with Kevin afterwards, and I'm going to ask him how long he would look for a, a lost sheep for. This shepherd keeps on looking until he finds the lost sheep. He's an unstoppable shepherd. And that is really surprising. Jesus presumes that's normal. But I think his listeners would have thought, is that, is that normal for a shepherd? The shepherd seeks. And this story really comes to life, I think, when you realize the kind of situation that was happening that made Jesus tell this story. Jesus just didn't tell this story because it was a nice story. Jesus told this story for a reason. And so if you just look at verse 2, if you've got a Bible there, it's up there on the screen. Well, verse 1 and 2, actually, it says this. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear him and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. So Jesus' story of the lost sheep is a response to the grumbling of these Pharisees. In verses one, two, there you've got three, three groups or three parties. Group one, is Jesus the savior of the world. Group two are the the sinners and the tax collectors. These were the outcasts, the people that no one wanted anything to do with, the people who were bad and knew they were bad. And then you've got group three, the scribes and the Pharisees. They're the religious people of the day who were convinced of their own goodness. They were the people who everyone thought had it all Together. And they are grumbling because Jesus is eating with the sinners and the tax collectors. And it's as though Jesus is saying to these religious scribes and Pharisees, He's saying, When you see me sitting at the table with these sinners and tax collectors and laughing with them and smiling with them, here's the picture I want you to think of. I want you to think of a seeking shepherd. Think of me as a shepherd who's looking for his sheep. And as we think about that, I just just what a journey Jesus had been on to sit at the table with the tax collectors and sinners. If he is a shepherd seeking the the lost sheep. Just think about the journey that he's been on. He's left his father's side. The glory and splendor of all that. He's entered our world. He's been born as a baby. He's come into this world of, of sickness and sadness and sorrows and pains and darkness. I imagine the shepherd when he's looking for the sheep, you know, he's, he's going through the briars, he's crossing the streams, he's going down the ditches, he's descending into the pit. What a journey Jesus made to come right down to where those sinners were at, to eat at the table with them. Yesterday evening we were at uh, Doug and Debbie's, they invited us around for Burns Night, and we were just saying uh, what a great thing it is to, to sit and eat with other people. That kind of gift of, of fellowship together. And here's Jesus across heaven and earth to come down to sit at the table with these sinners and tax collectors. What a seeking shepherd he is. Now, think of what it will cost him to bring his sheep home. As he tells this parable in, in Luke 15, he's on his way to Jerusalem. In chapter nine of of Luke's gospel, we read that Jesus has set his face towards Jerusalem. He's a man on a mission and he knows exactly what's going to happen to him when he arrives in Jerusalem. He's going to be mocked. He's going to be beaten. He's going to be tried at an unfair trial and he's going to be hung on a cross. And all of that is so that he can be the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. What a seeking shepherd. He is going to find that lost sheep, whatever the cost. And this really is the, the good news of the gospel that kind of greets us again this morning. Jesus is a shepherd who looks for his lost sheep and he will not stop until he's found them. And how that good news strikes you this morning will depend on one thing. It will depend on whether you you realize, whether you understand, whether you know that you are lost. There are two kinds of sheep, not those who are lost and those who are not lost. There are those sheep who know that they are lost and those sheep who don't know that they are lost. The Bible is dead clear. Isaiah 53, we all like sheep have gone astray. We just sung that. Each of us have turned to his own way. But some of us here this morning know that and some of us don't. And if you don't know that you're lost, you'll hear the message of the seeking shepherd and it won't mean very much to you because you think you're okay without him, but you're not. But if this morning you know that you're lost, if you look at your life and you see the brokenness, the mess, uh, the sin, and you know that you can do nothing to help yourself, and when you hear about this shepherd that's laid down his life for you, that's come looking for you, that'll be the best news in the world. We're lost when we're not where we belong. <laughs> that's what it means to be lost. We were created to be with God, to belong to him, to be with him. The sheep is lost when it's not with the shepherd. Right after the the, the story of the lost sheep, there's a couple more parables. There's a story of the lost sheep, there's a story of the lost coin, and there's a story of the lost son. So the sheep is lost when it's not with the shepherd. The coin is lost when it's not with a woman who owns it. And the son is lost when he's not at home with his father where he belongs. We are all lost. And yet only some of us know it. And as Jesus told the parable, there were these two groups. There was the tax collectors and sinners and they knew they were lost. And so when they saw Jesus, it says they they drew towards him. And there was these Pharisees and scribes and they were convinced they were okay. And so they were re- repelled by Jesus, offended by him. They grumbled about him. I wonder this morning, which, which of those two groups are you, you most like? Are you drawn to Jesus? Or are you kind of keeping him at arm's length? So that's the shepherd. Six Here's the next kind of picture. This is my favourite one I think. Here we go, the sheep returns. Just listen to how the return of the sheep is described. Verse five, and when he found it he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. That's how the sheep comes home. Not walking along behind the shepherd, not driven along in front of the shepherd, but on his shoulders carried all the way home. It's just a beautiful picture, isn't it? It's a wonderful picture of, of our salvation. And as I've looked at this parable this week, the thing that surprises me is that when Jesus gives the explanation at the end, he describes this picture of the, the sheep on the shepherd's shoulder, shoulders as a sinner who repents. So, verse 7, he says, just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. So, the picture of the sheep on the shoulders is a picture of a sinner repenting. I find that interesting because that's not what I think of repentance as looking like. Just said there's three parables all together, and I think they belong together, all these lost parables. In the, in the parable of the lost sheep, there's a shepherd that goes out looking. In the parable of the lost coin, there's a, a woman that goes out looking. And in the parable of the lost son, there's no one who goes out looking. But there is a son who suddenly comes to his senses. He remembers his father's house. He remembers his father's goodness and he returns home. And when I think about repentance, that's what I think of as repentance. The lost son returning back to his father. That's what repentance is. It's it's an about turn. It's a a turnaround uh, to go the other way. And yet what we have here in the the story of the lost sheep is another perspective on repentance. And I found it such a wonderful comfort because this reality of the shepherd with the sheep on his shoulders, so many S's there. (laughs) The shepherd with a sheaf on his shoulders. That's the great reality that underpins our repentance. I wonder if you've repented this morning. Have you turned to Jesus? Turned from going your own way? Turned to trust and follow him? I trust that you have. If you'll have, you'll know that your repentance is often incomplete. <laughs> You stumble, you fall. Well, the comfort I've taken this week from this passage is that underneath our efforts of repentance is this wonderful picture of the shepherd carrying us all the way home. And we need that, don't we? Because sometimes we get discouraged. Sometimes we have doubts. But this is how all lost sheep return on the shepherd's shoulders and he'll bring them all the way home. So that's the second picture, the sheep returns. Here's the third phrase and picture. The shepherd is happy. I think this is really the thrust of the parable. The happy shepherd. As you picture, as I picture the The sheep on the shepherd's shoulders, I see on on the shepherd's face this wonderful smile. This deep, satisfied, contented smile at finding his lost sheep. I'm sure the journey back was a difficult one. I'm sure it was tiring. Sheep, Sheep aren't light. But here's the overwhelming emotion in the heart of the shepherd. It's one of deep joy. I just want you to, in the coming week, just ponder the picture of verse 5. The shepherd, the sheep on his shoulders, the smile on his face. It's a delight for Jesus to save sinners. It thrills his heart. You know, as he sat at that table in the first century with those tax collectors and sinners, it wasn't a chore for him. He wasn't tolerating them. He wasn't kind of holding his nose until he could mix with the kind of people he really wanted to mix with. No, that was a deep joy for him to sit with those tax collectors and sinners. And sometimes I wonder, as Christians, do we think that Jesus just tolerates us? Do we think he's frustrated by us? Not a bit. He loves us and he rejoices over us. This is a very personal parable, isn't it? It's specific. Jesus doesn't just go out kind of looking for sheep in general there's a specific sheep that Jesus is looking for, his sheep, his lost sheep. And let me remind you this morning, if you belong to Jesus, if you've come to trust in him, then it's because he was looking for you. Not just people in general, he came looking for you. (laughs) He wanted you. He loves you. He rejoices over you in all of your particularity. He's a happy shepherd. It's not just Jesus that's happy. Did you notice that? He calls all his friends to share in this delight. He wants his friends to share in his joy. I think this uh, parable, in a sense, like all of these lost and found parables, is a bit of a rebuke to the scribes and the Pharisees, what were they doing as they looked on at Jesus, eating with the tax collectors and sinners? They were grumbling. They hated it. And by their grumbling, they proved that they were no friends of Jesus. What's one of the best things that can happen to a church? I'll tell you what one of the best things that can happen to a church is, a baptism service. Can there be a a greater joy, apart from perhaps the Lord's return, than having a baptism service? Because of all that baptism signifies. Baptism speaks so clearly to us of the shepherd who will stop at nothing to bring his lost sheep home. And we're having a baptism service because he has found a lost sheep. As a church, that should be a, a great joy for us. That should be a, kind of a heartbeat for us. Sinner has been found. It's just a wonderful parable, this parable of the lost sheep. Again, I just want to say as we go into the week, just just meditate on that picture of the shepherd with the sheep on his shoulders and the smile on his face and let it fill your heart.